Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hope you all are well, enjoying life. I am coming at you today to talk about changing your mind. Changing my, it's so fascinating. I love this. I love this in graduate school, like how our minds get fixed on a certain idea, a certain top, like our brains want to stay. We've talked so much about our primitive brains and the function of, of that primitive part of our brains. And I'm going to just, we're going to dive into it today. Why we're stuck, why we can't change our minds, why it feels so overwhelming, why it feels so confusing to us and how to change your mind once and for all. So clients come to me and they often report that they don't know how to change their mind. And I often like, well, what does that mean? Tell me, tell me more about that. So they don't know how to really leap from what they've always thought. So like they might have always thought that they will never be able to build a business or they might have always thought that they will always have a weight problem. They might have always thought that marriage is hard and life is overwhelming or or oftentimes it shows up um, around money beliefs. They'll always have to struggle for money. Money will never come easy. And so we're stuck really in where we are right now, the thoughts we have right now, and getting to the thoughts we want to have. So how do we change our mind about believing one thing and, and moving to the next the next area that we want. We often will see our thoughts as unchangeable. And so many people come to me and they're stuck and overwhelmed. And really they are telling themselves and telling the world, right? That they don't have a choice. That their thoughts are indeed not just thoughts, but facts. And so I, I love, I, I get asked about this so often, and that's why I wanted to talk about it, is that uh, many times people will say, no, it's always been hard for me to earn money. You don't understand, or I'm really sick. You don't understand. Oh, sweet friends, but I do understand. And I think that makes me a different coach because I've been in your shoes. And coming from the perspective of, of the world of psychology and therapy, you are un, unable to share those experiences. And that's why I love coaching so much because I could be like, no, wait. And so um, I, I this is really following a conversation that we had about your prefrontal cortex, that higher thinking brain. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. If you haven't listened to that, you might want to listen to that again. 
because in that we talk about how that primitive part of your brain wants to offer you messages, offer you messages of fear, of overwhelm, of, of all the things that you're not good enough, that you never do anything right, that this is dangerous if you go trying to change. And if you have not done the work, you see that as the reality. You don't understand that you have a primitive part of your brain that's trying to, what, keep you safe, avoid pain, avoid danger, trying to keep, help you conserve the least amount of, of cognitive, or uh, like use the least amount of cognitive energy as possible. That's that primitive part of our brain. And what we don't understand is that we get a choice in how that works. We do not have to listen to the messages from that part of our brain. We can like, ah, there they are. Of course, my brain's saying, panic. Of course, my brain is saying, you can't change your mind about this. You need to hold on to these these beliefs, these thoughts. Remember, beliefs are just thoughts you've practiced over and over again until they, they're like habitual. So when we understand that we have this beautiful thing called a prefrontal cortex, which allows us 11 executive skills, and like they're the adulting parts, Right? that we get the skill of metacognition, thinking about our thinking. So we can think about the stories we're telling ourselves. We can see our thoughts as thoughts and not our reality. So much of the work we do in coaching is for us to reveal to ourselves that we have options, that we can change our minds, that we can change our thoughts to change our life. Here's what I, uh, we're just going to go through a lot of what I see in my clients and, and understand that right now we've been asked to change our mind so many times, more than probably you've been asked to change your mind. And our brains are your brain is probably freaking out. Maybe it's decided like, oh, I'm over it now. But like with the pandemic, and we've talked about this, like managing your brain in a pandemic. We've had to change our mind about what school looks like. We've had to change our mind about what we can do. We have to change our mind about what it's like to be cooped up in a house with our family. We've had to change our mind about being homeschool moms or not being homeschool moms. We've had to change our mind about how to focus. And for so many of us, we want to fight. We want to fight against our circumstance. We want to change our circumstance when we don't understand that the only thing we have control over, the only thing that we can change are our thoughts and our emotions. We think we're going to change our situation. We're going to get our kids to school. We're going to not wear masks. I don't know. Like, think about your mind has told you so many different things. Masks are good. Masks are bad. Masks hurt. 
so I, I, um, long story, not pertinent, but I was around uh, a naturopath, didn't see this coming. And she had a medical exemption um, to wearing masks because she believed it was dangerous to breathe in the air. And I, I, I was frankly shocked that someone doing this work would be, like believe their own minds and, and wasn't willing to confront and, and wasn't willing and fine. Like that is her story. Oftentimes I myself want to fight against what others are thinking. I want to change others' minds. Like, why don't you see it my way? We know because of confirmation bias, this person was only looking for confirmation that her way of thinking was true. It's often, you know, I, I have done work in politics. It's often why, and from a psychological, like analyzing, um, but behavior and analyzing thoughts and emotions, what people are saying, what people are thinking. And so when we see that is like, we will only find confirmation of what we're already thinking. We do that with the pandemic. We do that in politics. We do that with our news. We do that with so, we do it with our children. We're only going to look for behavior that confirms what we already thought. And maybe it's not so dramatic with our kids. But I want you to think about all the ways that you will only look for confirmation for your beliefs, that what you've already thought. Our brain, that primitive part of our brain, always wants to keep thinking the same thoughts over and over again because it requires so much mental energy to change. So we will do whatever is possible to change. And this is really one of the most pressing topics in our world right now. We have someone in, in power that will only look to, to confirm their way of thinking. And so many parents are doing this. So many politicians. I do it. We are never without blame. But here's the difference. Can you then take the steps to change? And it doesn't matter. It might be anxiety. We believe the stories in our brain about what we should be anxious about. We believe that worry is helping us. That, if, that worry is somehow useful, that if we can plan all the worst case scenarios, then, then we'll be fine. Our brains will be safe. We'll be safe. What if you don't want that to be true for you? And, and I really want you to think about this. What, when, when, was the last time you changed your mind about something? 
because we get so stuck in our thinking. We're like, this is the way it goes. This is the reason that I believe this. This is why it's important that I believe this. When was the last time you really changed your mind? What did it mean for you to change your mind? So often, you know, I'm in the work of changing brains. I'm in the work of changing conversations in our brains about what is possible. I see people change their brains, change their minds every day. And I feel like it's such a gift because I'm able to then remember that this is completely possible. Remember that like we can just change. We can change our minds at any time. We get stuck in our thinking though. And our stories, we want to believe our stories. When we're confronted with new information, it throws our brains into a tizzy. Thanks to the world of psychology, we know this is cognitive dissonance, right? Like, and and do you, I someone said, well, can you define cognitive dissonance? So I wrote it down. Let me find it though. Uh, okay, ready? A situation, I love that I've got quotes ready to go. A situation involving conflicting attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors, I need my glasses, this produces a feeling of mental discomfort leading to an alteration in one's attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors to reduce the discomfort and restore balance. Sweet friends, if we are like confronted with new information, we are in a state of like, ah, tizzy, imbalance, cognitive dissonance, and our brain wants to write it quickly so that we don't feel uncomfortable. And the work of this, this work is really to allow your brain to be uncomfortable, allow the dissonance. Like I always talk about minding the gap, knowing that you can get yourself to believe the new thought by doing the work, by questioning, by being by being willing to change your mind. So I really want you to think about how this might be showing up in your life. How are you stuck in your thinking? How does your brain want to find information to support what you've always thought? And I really believe that we don't like to change our minds because we've never been taught how to change our minds. We've never been, no one's ever said, this is what you do. This, And you should know there is nothing wrong with you. Your brain is working as it was designed to work. That primitive part of your brain, stay the same, stick to the status quo. Nothing has gone wrong if it's hard to change your mind. It's hard to change your brain. Sometimes I will get clients that come to me. Or when I was in the world, uh, when I did a lot of educational therapy, I would get parents who would tell the same stories over and over again about their kids. I had already heard the story five times and I'd say, I need you to know, you've heard that story. What story are we rewriting? 
And it's fascinating because we, our brains are just always looking to confirm that our child has the problem or is, is misbehaving. But how do our brains look for our confirmation of our stories? I see it when people come to me and they're like, it's so hard. My life is so overwhelming. I say this. I'm not immune from this, sweet friends. So much work. This is going to be so much work. This is going to, I don't know how I'm going to get through this week. I have too much going on. That is our story time and time again. No one helps me. I'm alone. That's our story. So how do we change your mind about that? Because we can't. But to us, it's our reality. When I was a single mom, when someone said to me, I could change my thoughts about it, I was like, oh, have you ever met a single mother before? We have to do all the things. It's really hard. Sweet friends, you've got to choose. I, I feel honored to take care of myself and my child. I know I can do it. I know I am powerful. I know I'm strong. I know I'm capable. I'm courageous. I'm an example of what is possible. So I want you to think like you can change, change your mind. But how often do we tell ourselves stories that we want to hold on to? I think sometimes it's hard um, being a friend versus being a coach, right? I'll see some of my friends, they want to hold on to their stories of victimhood. And they want people to see how hard they have it. I'm like, you could change your mind. It is possible for you. But as we've already established, you don't coach someone without their permission. And you're just a friend and you love them. But sometimes, friends, it's hard. When you see the power, when you know that you can change your mind, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't everybody? But we're not taught how to do that. Brains alike to be certain. We want to know that what we thought has always been right, what we decided about a situation is right. So when we go asking someone or asking ourselves to change that, that perspective, it's painful, it's overwhelming. And here's the deal. This, these stories can go out of control if our mind is mismanaged, unmanaged. If we don't have a system in place to review the thoughts and emotions that are dominating our experience. That is why in the morning makeover course, available, I love it, available for $27, I teach you how to every morning write down all your thoughts and all your emotions that you have created in your mind, maybe overnight, Maybe, and at first you're like, who has time for that? I've got so many. But now I've gotten to the point where I can review it, write it down. There isn't these lasting stories that are, that are inside my head that are swirling around up there because I clean out my brain. It's like a spring cleaning every morning for your brain. We clean our houses. Do we clean our brains? Do we clean the thoughts up? that are dominating. No, we're just letting them swirl around up there. 
without reviewing them. And so we're trying, we're like, it's like a, a deep dive. Every morning we're overwhelmed. Every, like, it is so much work because all our thoughts are just, and we believe those stories. I believed that money didn't come easy, that I had to work hard for it. I had to hustle. I made money. I believed that it was hard work. And money would come to me and be like, what? This is pre, pre getting married and changing my relationship with it. But I want you to think about like, did I hear him that? Was, what are you telling? What thoughts are dominating your experience of life? What does it mean to you to change what you think about money, about your, your kids, about the t- amount of time you have? That's one of my favorite. Oh, I, I like, and, and when we have beliefs about ourselves, when we have like, I can't make money. I'm not good enough. I can't find someone who will pay me to be a coach. I'm not cut out to be a leader. I'm not the right leader these people need. I'm bad at public speaking. I can't save. Never going to make the amount of money. Like I'm not a good mom. My kids ruin everything. I don't, I can't build a business because my kids will always interrupt me. Those are your stories. You can, you can do anything. You can, I don't know, let's take kids interrupting. You can work every morning from six to eight or five to seven. You can find it, 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 eight to 10 p.m can find pockets of time to do your work when the kids are not, are sleeping. (laughs) You can make a new story. You can change your mind about what is happening. And we need to understand the thoughts we have, the thoughts we have right now, our stories that we are telling ourselves are thoughts. And your brain wants to believe those thoughts. Your brain wants to believe that you don't have a choice in what thoughts you've been thinking. So I want you to take the time today to write down all the thoughts you have and every morning and how those thoughts lead to your emotions. So let's say that your thought is, not doing it right. How does that make you feel? What kind of, I I mean, the emotion for me would be overwhelm. I'm not doing it right. Not a good enough mom. Overwhelm, right? What action do you take from the emotion of overwhelm? Probably overreaction. Probably fear dominated action, right? So you're going to try to control everything or give up and hide. 
or let's take like uh, the thought I'm never going to be successful. I'll never make enough money. Let's do I'll never make enough money. How does that make you feel? Discouraged? uh, Like powerless? What action do you take from powerlessness? That's hard for me to say. I probably wouldn't take action. So you are coming up with all the thoughts that you were telling yourself about your life right now, all the stories. I'm not good. I can't do this. I'll never figure this out. And you're telling your brain, you're using that prefrontal cortex to tell the primitive part of your brain, we've got a new system we're running and we're going to figure this out. We're going to do something to change our lives. Sweet friends. So I want you to think about this. You can change your mind. I'm here to tell you that you change your, your, change your thoughts, you change your mind by changing your thinking. And know that there is deep power in that. You do not have to think what you've always thought. If you have questions about this, if you are ready, you can always book a call with me. You could just ask me questions. It's not like a, you're not obligated. I just want you to really decide, are you ready to change your mind? Maybe the thoughts you have right now aren't serving you. You can do this work, sweet friends. Hope you all have a great and courageous week. I will see you very soon. Thanks so much. Have a good one. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.